you will be like God. That's the lie that the devil tried to sell to Adam and his wife Eve. Adam had been given everything. Adam was the crown of all creation. He and his wife were to rule over all the world. He'd been brought up from the dust. But the devil knew he could tempt Adam and Eve to just grasp for a little bit more. And so that that hand, which was made from the dust, reached out and bought that lie of Satan, reached out and tried to be like God. And ever since then, all of mankind has been struggling to try to attain not just what was lost, not just to regain paradise, but to attain more than what they have, to be like God. And nothing, even when it seems like someone has it all, can seem to satisfy as we try to self-exalt ourselves higher and higher. Well, this morning we look at another one of the contrasts in the Apostle Paul's letters as we turn to Philippians. And we see a contrast that stands strongly against this mindset of self-exaltation. It is one of humility. And we see how if we really want to be like God, first we must grasp and understand what it means to be humble. The Apostle Paul gives some difficult instruction here in chapter 2 of Philippians. He says, Let this attitude be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Though he was by nature God, he did not consider equality with God as a prize to be displayed, but he emptied himself taking the nature of a servant. Paul's instruction is to be humble. He says just before these verses, consider others better than yourself. Look to the interest of others. Who can do that? We don't like to look at others as smarter, wiser, or more important than ourselves. And certainly, when somebody portrays themselves as more important, we hate that. We afford someone status higher than our own position and look to the interest of others? Don't we have enough trouble just looking to our own needs and our own interests, nonetheless to then be invested in the interest of other people? That's what the world is like, though, isn't it? We see that today is pretty clear as the world is suffering under a pandemic and many people are going online as doctors and nurses and putting out their pleas saying, consider what I have to go through if you don't take care. And many doctors and nurses, rightly so, are putting out videos of concern that if they don't take care, they can be overwhelmed with disease and illness in the hospital. And yes, many do this with noble intent and with concern for others. People are, in fact, dying. But consider how those many of those same doctors and nurses don't care for the interest of others when it comes to the amount of people that are dying each day because of abortion. 3,000 people perhaps not yet are dying or maybe won't from the pandemic. But 3,000 people each day have died for decades as doctors consider their paycheck or their service that they offer for money as more important than the lives of those they kill, or as parents consider their lives more important than their own children. Consider others 
more important than yourselves? On the other hand, you also have those doctors and nurses making that plea for safety and that people just forego for a little bit some of the things they enjoy, mixing together with crowds, going out to eat. And many can't do this because they consider their own health and their own safety their own concern rather than thinking about others. And some will hoard up their own supply of toilet paper or baked beans, and they'll say, I have my need, and only after that will they look to others and say, so do you need anything? What the Apostle Paul is outlining here is the human condition. You know, There's a story that my children like me to read to them. It's called Bear Once More. In that story, there's a bear who's coming out of hibernation, and as he goes about foraging for food, he goes from place to place, and one page has bear eating his fill or just devouring up all the food at hand. And then the next page says, but bear wants more. And every other page of that story, opposite of bear finding something he can feed himself on, says, but bear wants more. You know, that's the human condition. From the moment that we leave our mother's womb, we are searching and craving for satisfaction. And like Adam and Eve, grasping after something that will, in our opinion, bring us greatness. Rather than putting others or the interest or concern of others or even our God above our own interest, we put our personal interest, our self-pleasure, our self-position higher than any other around us. And you might say, but, but pastor, I, I'm a Christian. I, I put the interest of others first. I help other people. I serve others. But the Apostle Paul is not asking us to consider some part-time humility or to consider others better than yourself some of the time or some of the way. He says here, let this be the attitude in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The standard for humility and considering others and putting others first is Christ Jesus, the perfect standard. So when God sees us, have you always put others first? Have you always considered others more important? You see, the, the amount of humility that God is calling on us is the kind of humility that we would never fathom to even think of. The kind of lowering ourselves that we would try to avoid at all costs. Selfishness and self-centeredness is found even in the hearts of all people, you and I. It's not just found in those people who will take the lives of innocent babies for money. It's not just found in the parents who will put their own lives ahead of their own children. It's not just found in the people who stack their garage to the ceiling with toilet paper and baked beans while others go without. It's found in every human heart. Consider, have you always put others first? And how far would you go in putting others first? Would you go so far as to consider them so much more important than you that you would give up every one of your rights and all the things that you think you deserve, you would lay aside for them and would even lay down your life? 
You know, one thing that the pandemic has made pretty clear and exposed in our society is the idol of self-preservation. That is, doing whatever it takes to keep self comfortable, to keep self safe, and to put our own interest above that of others. This is the opposite of humility. It is reaching after what we think will make us important. So we see in the human heart wants to ever not listen to God or be under God, but be like God, be in charge of its own fate and death. We see this failure as we worship the idol of self-preservation. But God's not like that. To be like God is not to be concerned about self. We see in Jesus a whole new mindset and attitude which stands in strong contrast to the human heart of self-glorification, the heart of God. And it's not built off of self-preservation. It's built off of saving a world of selfish sinners. Jesus, though in very nature God, to not consider equality with God as a prize to be displayed or something to be grasped or used to his own advantage. But he emptied himself, taking the nature of a servant. Rather than finding ways that he could be served, he took God himself, took the form of a servant. When he was born in human likeness, and his appearance was like that of any other man, he humbled himself and became obedient, even to the point of death. There's Jesus on Palm Sunday riding into Jerusalem. He is the only man who put others first perfectly. He is the only man out of all that ever lived that put the interest of every other person around him first. He is the only man who could claim to be equal to God as the very Son of God from eternity. But he took the form of a servant, the only man who willingly took this attitude and mindset of humility that he would face death, death for a world of selfish sinners. This is the love of God. It's the love of God that he displayed even for those who are so selfish that they would take a paycheck or charge money for the death of a child. A love of God, which even includes love for those who would kill their own child to make themselves God and themselves master of life and death instead of living in service and humility. And it is a love for you and me, a love that he gives us for all the times that we failed to put others first instead of ourselves, and for all the times that we did not consider the interest of others, Jesus did. The mindset and attitude of God is one that completely transforms what it is to be like God. And it didn't end in death. God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name 
So at, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. This same Jesus, who lowered himself for the sake of sinners, faced what we deserve. For all the times that we ourselves should have been punished, should have been treated as the enemies of God, not only turning back to dust, dust and death, but treated as God's enemies in everlasting shame. Jesus did that for us, once for all. And after he tasted death, he is the one who is now exalted. Jesus did not exalt himself. He humbled himself and is now exalted by the Father, once again using his power and glory. And someday, every single ton will confess that he is the Lord, the living God. Every single knee which was made from dust will bow down before him in his praise. Jesus is the living God, the exalted God. And it's this living God who gives us a promise. See, the, the devil's lie is that you can attain for yourself, exalt yourself and obtain pleasures and goodness. But God's promise is that he has one goodness for us. Jesus, the man, Jesus, the exalted Lord, promises that he lifts us up and that he will restore our bodies from the dust so that we will join with every tongue confessing not in agony or in fear, but we will join in confessing in delight and in glory as we praise him with our own tongues and bow before him with our own knees and say, Jesus is Lord, exalted God. It's a strong contrast, isn't it? Exaltation of self versus being lifted up by God. We would never have known what it would mean to be humble. And we'd never really fully understand humility if we did not know the humility of our God in Jesus Christ. And we would never really understand humility and not know it rightly if we had not known Jesus who humbled himself now exalted in living, promising glory for us who trust in him. As we look at this strong contrast of humility and exaltation, we know now that, yes, we could chase after attaining our own desires, but that will only end in dust, death, and everlasting shame. But to humble ourselves, to put others and their interests first, is to have the mindset of God and to trust that He, in due time, will lift us up. As we look at this contrast, this point of humility and exaltation, we see that to be like God means that you are wanting to be humble. Ironic, isn't it? And to not exalt self, but to trust in God is to know that you will be exalted and that you will confess and bow down before him the exalted Lord Jesus. Amen.